This is Keith and Kerwin of Fatherson Galaxy. We want to talk about a new podcast called The Redemption of Jar Jar Binks. After the return of Ahmad Best in The Mandalorian, it's time to revisit one of the most divisive characters to appear on the big screen. The podcast is hosted by Dylan Marin from Welcome to Night Vale and Conversations with People Who Hate Me. The six-episode series will discuss toxicity in the fandom, race, and what have we learned from this controversy more than 20 years later. Listen to The Redemption of Jar Jar Binks beginning June 28th, wherever you get your podcasts. Wow. The moment is finally here. I mean, it feels like we've been talking about this film for the last two years. So this is it. This weekend, Indiana Jones and a Dial of Destiny opens. All right. Uh, So we're here. Cue the Indiana Jones theme. Yes, of course. Always. You know, you can't, can't get that theme out your head. So we're going to, you know, do a little preview of, you know, what we know. You know, there's a lot of information out there right now on the Internet and social media. There's minor spoilers. So if you're not interested in hearing anything about the film, you might want to turn us off until you see the film and then come back. So the sources we use are the Fandango interview that was posted as well as the Donald Destiny special look yeah. on Disney Plus. That's right. We're going to talk about the special, the special look that dropped. Uh, we're just going to break down that one minute scene, although it's only a minute, but there's a lot going on. Um, so welcome. We are here to talk about, you know, preview Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. I am Kerwin. This is Keith. This okay. is Father Sun Galaxy. Thank you. If you're new to the channel, welcome. Thank you for joining us. We just want to get some, um, you know, some things out the way, some some announcements. Uh, just want to let you know that we got we dropped a, quite a few things this past week. All right, mm-hmm. um, hard at work. Yeah, just want to remind you about the Clayton Sandell. Uh, we had an interview with Clayton about his new book timelines. Check that out. We went to see the Flash last week, and uh, we did an out of theater reaction with our buddy Jared. Exactly. He's in the comments. Give him a shout out. Exactly. So Jared, yeah. So we have that out there. If you want to check out our and it's a spoiler out of the theater reaction since Flash has been out for almost two weeks now. So that that was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. We're still on the race for 1,000 subscribers. You know, we're there. We're, we're close. very close. Very a little close. under 50 subscribers left. We can do this. You know, I know I said the end of June. I mean, there's only two days left of June, but who knows what could happen, right? Um, but that's pretty cool. Please, we need subs. Yeah. And then, you know, we also have our Star Wars article that is on StarWars.com. If you did not know, we were... Um, fortunate enough to be featured on Star Wars uh, interview by again Clayton Sandell, uh, Kristen Baber also uh, was the one facilitating and putting it all together for us. So you can find that article on StarWars.com. We can also place the link uh, to that article in our YouTube channel. Okay. Uh, yeah. Just want to make sure I didn't miss anything else. I think that the redemption of Jar Jar Binks. The redemption of Jar Jar Binks. Actually, this is very important because this is a new podcast that just it is actually launching today exactly yeah so, so let's talk about all right so the redemption, the redemption of george R. Binks, the podcast hosted by dylan Aaron, will revisit one of the most divisive characters on the big screen the six episode series will discuss toxicity in the fandom race and what we've learned from this controversy more than 20 years later yes wow so that that has dropped um i am going to check that out so you know please Take a listen to that. If you're a fan of Star Wars, I, I can't see that being, you know, a disappointment for you to know what happened behind the scenes. If you were not around, especially, you had no idea what went on more than 20 years ago. You know, it, it was it was interesting. All right. So 
I think we're good. So let's get into it. So we're going to talk about Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Like I said, there's a lot of stuff out there on the internet. Minor spoilers ahead. So this is the time now to turn this off and then see the movie. Come back. All right. Don't forget to come back. All right. So what we know, here's what we know so far about the film. Uh, there were a couple of uh, podcast uh, episodes that we saw, some interviews. Uh, one in particular, like he said, Fandango interviewed Harrison Ford and Phoebe Waller-Bridge. And Ford pretty much gave us what we could expect at the beginning of the movie. So it's a flashback, right? And it takes place back in the 40s during World War II. Uh, and we've actually seen some of the clips in the trailer. We see a young Indiana Jones. We see him de-aged. And Ford talked a little bit about the process. You know, it's, um, you know, it's what he said was the, the photos that you see of him or the image that you see of him on the film in the film are actual images that were footage that was kept 30, 40 years ago, right, by Lucasfilm and Spielberg. Um, so they kept these images and now they're using these images. And what they're doing is with motion capture, having him talk in his voice as a 30 year old or, you know, 40 year old Indiana Jones. So that was pretty cool. AI these days is pretty advanced. They can use that too. Oh, oh man, I'm telling you, I know you know technology is 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 big. It's out there. I, that's another story. Yeah, but you're right. Uh, so yes, yeah, so he is de-aged. Uh, so he apparently is on the, the 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 chase for the dial, whatever this dial is. We don't know much about it. It's a dial of destiny. It's a dial of destiny, right? Uh, so that's all we know. Yeah, and you know, he apparently there's a train sequence where he and Voller, that's the character played by Maz Mickelson. Uh he is a Nazi and he's a mathematician. We'll talk a little bit more about Voller. But the he and, and, and Indy and another gentleman who turns out to be uh Hel Helena, who's uh that's the character that Phoebe Waller Bridge is playing, Helena, her dad actually worked together with Indy back in the day. So I think the three of them are after the same dial. And there's this train sequence, and then something goes awry, of course, this big adventure. So can't wait to see that. So Riding a horse through the subway. Well, we didn't get there yet. So that's how it starts. You know how usually if you look at the past indie films, and by the way, we've all we've already reviewed all four films. So you can also check that out on our channel and our streaming platforms. But at the beginning of each film, it's, it usually it's like a pre-sequence, right? It, most times it ties into the big picture. Yeah, you know usually there's like a flashback at the right. beginning, like Last Crusade. Right. Um, Raiders right. take that out of flashback. Right, right. Yeah, that's a good point. So, you know, with The Last Crusade, it didn't really tie to the big plot line of the story, right? But it but showed it did, Indy's beginning. It showed it, all right, Indy's first big adventure, right? Exactly. Chris was going to flashback, right? Um, I think. No, not no. It didn't have a flashback. Actually, it's, it took place right at that moment. You know, that time in the fifties, right when they were pulling Indy out of the backseat of that car. Yeah. Yeah. So it starts there. But Raiders and Temple of Doom. You know, at the beginning, you know, tie into what the, happened to Temple of Doom. Well, actually, you know, it, it doesn't. You know, well, the only thing that really happens at the beginning of the Temple of Doom is that's how Indy and Willie Scott meets, right? And yeah. we got introduced a short round. But it it starts off, yeah, right? It starts off with this, uh, you know, Indy trying to get this uh, uh, 
Something, something. Yes. <laughs> yeah. This, yeah. This, spinning the table. Yes, the ashes of uh, you know the first emperor of the of Manchu dynasty or something like that. Um, and it, that's not really what the big picture is about, but uh, you you get the picture. All right. So, so this ties into the big movie, right? The Dial of Destiny. So they're going after it at the beginning, and then present day, right? We, you know, it's 1969, and it's indie in his 70s, and you know he's uh, close to retiring. So you know he's at this age, right? He's he's lived a long life. Um, hopefully, he's still happily married to to Marion Ravenwood. Who knows? Yeah. Um, Yes. Is it the words present day and nineteen sixty-nine in the same sentence That's true. are such oxymorons like the year is nineteen sixty-nine, present day. Right. Well, present day for the movie, right? Because that's yeah. where a majority of the movie takes place. So so this so he wakes up and he's this, you know, older gentleman and you know, he's at a new stage in his life. Oh man. Where he's at a new stage in his life where he is about to retire you know he's been working as a professor uh actually he now lives in new york um well i'm assuming he lives in new york but he goes he works for hunter college which is a senior university in new york and he is going to officially retire and it was something that that harrison ford said in the interview was, he was that he was forced to retire so we don't know exactly what happened or who forced him out or who's taking his place, but I'm sure we'll find out when we see the film. I'm All honestly right. super excited for when this movie comes out. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that's that's exactly what we're talking about you know, it now. You know what's great about Indiana Jones? Mm -hmm. You got some safety. Like, nothing crazy ever happens. The main characters don't die. Well, I mean, well, not except, for, <laughs> except for Brody and um, Henry Sr., well, I mean, that's because of, there was like know, ten years. Well, there's a reason. I don't, I don't know why they did that because I'm pretty sure both the actors were still alive at the time of the Last Crusade. Well, yes and no. One was, one was not. Yeah. So okay, one was alive. Yeah. Right. So that so they honored Brody. You know, if you remember, there you know that motorcycle yeah. chase and the crystal skull he also had photos of the money stands right he did exactly right and they had that statue that you know got decapitated but that's another yeah. story all right so let's go to q a let's see who's here all right what we got oh lucy alex star wars explain how the cool video explain the real life dollar destiny all right. the same name as um alex from star wars explain yeah that's true i'm sure you knew that <laughs> it's funny the main characters don't die don't jinx it keith there you go all right. I'll try my best. Eric, good to see you again. Thank you. You missed the last stream. You can always catch it at your convenience. Eric, just thank you for just being here tonight. This is wonderful. Thank you so much. And Jared, huge fan of the initial dark Jar Jar theories during the prequels. People oh, during man. the prequels were insane. Yeah. It was, it was a different time. No, it's yeah, it, it was a different time, but it's it's very interesting to talk about. Good to, Jar Jar. Good to see you again, Dallas. Thank you so much. Dark Jar, have you heard that story? Yes. Okay. All right. And then Alex says, Kerwin, the Flash changed the timeline, so you actually have been talking about Indiana Jones for two years straight. <laughs> that certainly makes me feel older. I, I love your sense of humor, Alex. That's very good. <laughs> Hope all is well. Right. We don't know what's going on behind the timeline, you know? At Barry. You know, you got to watch out for Barry. Okay. Oh, boy. Yes. Yeah, you absolutely do. You know, you have to watch out more for mm -hmm. Miller. 
Oh. If we just stop talking about Ezra Miller. They did a fine job. It's fine. It's just let they did all right. Okay. Eric says, as far as roles, I'm looking forward to Maz Mickelson. one of my favorite actors. Maz Mickelson can do no wrong in my book. I agree with you, Eric. You know, he's done everything. Asilius? Yeah. yeah. And, and hey, Maz, like, look at this. I mean, he's in all the big okay. franchises Star Wars, indie, Marvel. Yeah. What was he in Star Wars? He was a uh, Galen Urso. Yeah, Galen Urso. I knew it was and, from Rogue One. And James Bond. He was a James Bond villain. He's been in the. He gets around. Quad factor. I, I, I guess, yeah. Well, those are four of the biggest franchises that you could be in. He's he so, Bond, Star Wars, so, Marvel. He's got it in with Disney. Well, look, you got to be talented to be in all four of those big, big, uh, you know, franchises. So well deserved. Yeah. So now, present day. This is where we pick up. And like I said, you know, Indy apparently was forced to retire. Um, uh, and for, you know, quote in the interview, he says that Indy is not in the best shape of his life. Now, that could mean physically, that could mean mentally, who knows, or um, psychologically. Indy we seems don't know like what he's doing. doing some stunts in this movie. Well, yeah, that's true, right? So maybe not physically, but, you know, he's going to have to, you know, he has to play Indy at his age you know what i mean like you know there's certain things that a 70 something year old can't do so you know so we have to just make sure that we we know okay for like 60. (laughs) you know he is 80 years old (laughs) (laughs) but that's that's a good compliment yeah that's a great compliment i'm just realizing both indy and his son are named after dogs mutt and indy yes correct yeah yeah because I, I love how Sean Connery made it a point to point out, your name is Henry. You were named after the dog. Well, you weren't named after the dog. You were named after me. Yeah, right. So Indy named himself after the dog. What would you say the chances are that Shia LaBeouf is in this movie even for a split second? Um, 0.0000000. Slim to none. Slimmer than Slim Shady. Yeah, so, I mean, I can, I, yeah, I won't tell you what I've heard. Because I don't know if it's true or not, but um, his name. Oh no, he will be mentioned, but you're not going to see him. That's all I can say. Tell us a little more. No, I don't. Tell us a little more, but uh, all right. Rumors. All right. The following sentences are rumors. We're not here to do rumors, right? I'm just here to just say, okay, we're not, we're not, we're not one of those channels. (laughs) No, I don't want to put any rumors out there. One of those channels with the, uh, the the big helmet. Yeah. All right. So I. Just want to let you know, I don't think we're going to see him. Harrison Ford is just on a victory lap of dying his iconic, oh, dying in his iconic roles. Jared, Indy is not going to die. We just, no, <laughs> come on. That's, well, you know, we got, we're going to get to the part of what we he hope didn't to like see. Her, he didn't like Han Solo. I, I don't understand that. Yeah, well, that, I really genuinely do not understand why he doesn't like Han Solo, but I, I don't think he hates Indiana Jones. So I, I think, yeah, I agree. He loves playing Indiana Jones, and I think if he could they play wouldn't that get rid of forever, he would. But he was actually supposed to die in Return of the Jedi. He kept begging Lucas to to get him out of there. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So I, I mean, I don't know the exact story, but back in the day, after the Empire Strikes Back. You know, Harrison Ford, like you said, was going to Lucas and said, why don't you kill off Han Solo? Because there's nothing left for him to do, you know. Um, but, you know, George said, no, nope, can't do that. But that wouldn't have made sense to free him out of carbonite and then 
Killed. Well, I think the reason why they put him in carbonite because they didn't know if he was coming back. So this is what I heard from back in the day. They put him in carbonite, right? They put that as part of the storyline because they didn't know if Harrison was going to come back and do the third film. So in case he didn't come back, they said, oh, well, he's in carbonite somewhere. So that's it. We don't have to worry about it. That means he's technically still alive. Well, he could be, but, you know, it's look, he came back. You know, that's all that matters. So he made the the right decision. Um, Now, wait a minute. hmm? If you were frozen in carbonite, that means you could technically withstand time. Like, if you stayed in there... Because Harrison Ford didn't seem to age. Mm-hmm. I get that there was like Only a, a year, year's right, gap yeah. in Star Wars time, but Correct. it was three years in real life. Yeah, true. And he didn't seem to age one bit. So, yeah, he could have been preserved for quite a long time. And his clothes seemed saying. just fine. Like, if you notice, there right. weren't any tatters or worn out spots. Like, right. it wasn't dirty that much. Like, he seemed just fine. So, in theory, if you were frozen in carbonite, you would survive. Four years. Well, yeah, as long as he's preserved, and I guess you have properly to keep a certain temperature. You know, so he doesn't melt in the carbon freeze. Jared says uh, sequels aren't canon. He's still alive, raising Ben with like, on Coruscant. Thank you. All right. You know what? I honestly, I feel like the sequels are. Uh, Okay, we're not we're not here to talk about the sequels. All right, so, I, so I, I wish they didn't kill Han Solo. Maybe they could have written him off in some other way. I, I don't know, of, Keith. You know, I, I actually come to. Rates. I'm not saying that you know I wanted Han to die, but I thought the way it was handled, how he left by his own son. Well, you know, hey, that's tragedy. That's called tragedy. You know. So yeah. All right. They so, brought Shakespeare back from the dead just for that one. We're talking about the Dollar Destiny, everybody. Okay. So all right. So he's going to retire. He's he, you know, he wakes up retire from his profession, not retire from life. Right. So when you saw that uh preview trailer and he's sitting in his couch and you know the alarm goes off, you know, he gets himself together, he takes a shower, puts on his clothes, hopefully gets a cup of coffee from Marion, his wife, you know, and she sends him out the door. He takes a train <laughs> to work, gets a hunt to college, and he shows up on his last day of work. You know, it's, it's probably bittersweet for him, you know, that, you know, he's no longer going to be a professor. And then that's when Helena shows up, his goddaughter, and then they're off to the races, you know, mm-hmm. so. You know what? Yes, that's Keith. Tell me, Keith. If they're gonna bring back Mary and they they don't necessarily have to bring back Mutt now that I think about it. Cause Mutt was already an adult. Mm-hmm. What? Mutt was already an adult in the first move in yeah. the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. So yes. he technically wouldn't he, he shouldn't be living with his parents at like 40. Agree. Because that he'd be about 35 to 40, I'd say, because he was in his 20s. You know, we got a 15, 20 year gap between yep. Crystal Skull and Dial of Destiny. But he, he could, right. So he's old enough to have his own family. So maybe yeah, he, he's old enough to have another kid named after a dog. You well, never know. Retriever. Yeah. And he might be a granddad. You don't know. Yeah. That'd be nice Shepherd. to see. Yeah. So, all right. Chihuahua. Okay. Uh, all right. So Eric says, I hope his wife and son. At least are acknowledged bonus points if we get a short round reference. They okay. need to bring back short round, yeah. okay? So, like, please, 
Please, man, just, just bring him back. He was the best part of the indie franchise other than indie. Look at Alice causing trouble. We're talking about the Dial of Destiny, but what if Indiana is the reincarnation of Han Solo? <laughs> okay, please don't break the multiverse, Barry. Speaking of multiverse, all right, so let's just move on. Um, so we were talking about this interview with Fandango. You can find it on YouTube. It's out there, so we're not making this stuff up. Um, so there was an interview with Harrison Ford, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Um, Helena uh, talks about her character. So she describes her, um, you know, we said that she's the daughter of a former colleague and that she's a capitalist. She has plans to make money, you know, so she's into making money. Doesn't. And she finds herself in a bad situation and she needs Indy to get her out of it. Or Indy just gets caught up in it and, you know, has no choice but to I am so excited for dialogue. That's yeah, it has no choice but to go on this adventure with her. And then when she was describing the Dial of Destiny, you know, of course she couldn't tell us exactly what it is, but she said that the Dial of Destiny, this is uh Phoebe Waller, owed to the great myths of our time, it also involves mathematics and arithmetic. Aren't they the same thing? This is what she said. This is the quote. Like, what, do you want, what do you want from me? Arithmetic so, is the old-timey name for mathematics. But this sounds to me, Keith, and tell me what you think. It has. This sounds like it has something to do with time travel. Do you think? Mathematics? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. This is the space race when you think about it. So arithmetic was a really huge part of history at the time. Like, because everyone was trying to beat each other to space, you know. Um, USA had a lead, and then Russia took it, and then Tom Brady was up in space, and then all of a sudden he was back on Earth because the U.S. was winning. Like, and, 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 like, they were all kind of using as much mathematics as possible to create a structurally sound machine that could get them to the moon with living crewmates without them dying. Well, I don't remember the exact quote in the trailer. Maybe I have it here, but anyway. So it, it, it the, the dial, it, it goes along the lines of um, Voller, who is Maz Mixon's character, talking about going back and changing things. You know, okay, you setting know things right or something I like that. I kid you not. Yeah. If this movie tries to put their foot in the multiverse, I will put my foot in my in my in my Mountain Dew soda okay. and I will leave the theater. Wait. I, wait. Okay, hold on. I, all right. What do you think I was gonna say? Well, you know, I you know what? I was thinking the same thing. I don't think it's quite the multiverse. However, I think time I, travel. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to leave the theater if they do that. Time travel will would have something to do with this, because if you know he's talking about you know Hitler, um, like writing yeah. Hitler's wrongs or something like that. So apparently, something Hitler did, and you know maybe it should have been done. So now Voller wants to go back and fix whatever was done back in the past. So to do that, you need a, a time machine or something. Some sort of time machine. Let me know they what you do. This thing. It's, it's, it's okay. Where Keith. they go back in time. It's okay, Keith. Or do some <laughs> infinite realities. We don't. We don't know. I'm not saying. Indiana that. Jones is a man who like you think about it. 
in science, Indiana Jones is a man who swings across things with a rope, shoots things with a pistol, and grabs shiny items. Let me know what you think. Out and there. then teaches people. If there's a, you know, let's go to Q&A and see what you think. Do you think this movie has, involves time travel? Let me know what you think. I think Eric. the dial will be connected with time, but not sure how. There you go, Eric. See? Mm -hmm. okay. Alex. Arithmetic. Go ahead. Arithmetic is to mathematics, and spelling is to writing, is a quote I saw when I Googled it, LOL. Oh, how about that? I feel like spelling is also kind of the same thing as writing, because if yeah. you're spelling, you're usually writing it out, whether it be in your brain or on a piece of paper. Yes, yeah, so it means the same thing. No, I get it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So far, you. Okay. So um, let's talk a little bit more about Maz Mickelson characters. So we were talking about uh, Vol, right? So, um, so, okay, let me show you this. This is um, Total Film, all right? This Bruh. is a magazine that should be on your newsstands right now. So I was just reading the article, and there was a Q&A with Maz Mickelson, and the question is, tell us about your character. And he says he's a mathematician. Here you go again. His love for the craft oversees his political ideologies. But if you can combine them, eventually, that will be enormous for him. Who knows? We know. Don't get upset, Keith. You haven't I'm seen the movie. Upset. Okay. My, 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 All right. my hair's off. <laughs> your, your hair is off. Okay. All right. And so is yours. Okay. Oh. That's fine. All right. We've got hair jokes. All right. That's cool. That's it. Very good. Very good. What hair jokes are you making? You have none. Uh, right. Oh. All right. So if you didn't know, so that's pretty much, you know, what we know about, you know, about the uh the upcoming movie now um now someone mentioned about kihi kwan making a cameo yeah you you mentioned it how about if on the day that indy is retiring short round shows up and he is one of the professors at hunter college oh my god that, awesome? that would be I'm epic not, like if yeah. short round was the if short round came to kind of take indy's place at the um college well i don't know not if necessarily he, to take his place yeah that kind of been like eh, that would have been like oh man you know he, he's taking over indy's position. but like to yeah, be one of the professors that was already there i yeah i think that would be yeah be nice... like I, I just started last year well and I think what would be nice about that is as that a joke, my, my point short, is to you know, have him establish short round, you know, as a little boy looked up to Indiana Jones. I don't know how long the relationship lasted after the Temple of Doom, but you could say, you know, this is you inspired me, you know, you know, Kihi Kwan, he's an he's an Oscar winner. He he'll play it up. So he'll say, you know, you you inspired me. You know, Indy, I, you inspired I, I, me I wanted to be I, I wanted to be a college I professor. I wanted to be a professor just like you, exactly. man. Exactly. I, I came here to Hunter College knowing you would be here. Yes. And and I I I wanted to be just like you. Oh, the tears, the tears. <laughs> oh my goodness. And then everybody's gonna be bawling their eyes out the IMAX four D C I'll be I'll be one of them. Yeah, I, I think that that would Everyone be so touching. Everyone will be crying inside you know of the IMAX theater. Now that we're thinking about it and I'm talking about it, it's not gonna happen. You know why? Because it's fan service. Fan service, you know. People so don't do fan service. Filmmakers don't like doing fan service. No, Jane just so. started doing fan service like <laughs> ten days ago. They don't. That's, they don't. They don't. They don't. Yeah. These people, they don't get. They don't get back with their audience yeah. as far as like. That would be too service. much fan service. So it's not gonna. You know, I mean, once you start getting a hefty list of demand, like once you get a mm. Santa's Christmas list of things you want in the movie, it's not gonna happen. Yeah. 
But it would be nice to see Kiki Kwan just do something, you know. Yeah, just, that would be yeah, great. I think I, I we think. know how much we all love Short Round. Yeah. And, and the funny thing is, you know, when they had the uh, L.A. premiere, Kiki Kwan was there, right? Exactly. Yeah. Just like all the That's other the point. cast You know what members. I noticed about the special look? Yeah. They only had cast members and crew. Interview. Right. They only had cast and crew. Key he was there as well right so exactly now they had him give a little testimony yes but everyone else was cast members and they were the important ones that's true the major cast so we don't exactly. know and then they had the crew that was also there and spielberg and kathleen kennedy correct yeah all you know they were there from day one so speaking of the special look so let's talk about uh, now, let me know if you've seen this, but on Disney Plus, there is uh, a special look of the Dial of Destiny. It lasts about three minutes, but there's yeah. a clip from the film that's less than a minute. So It is a minute, actually. It, is a, it, it is a minute. So, um, yeah, so we, yeah, so we, you know, so we looked at the special look and we're going to break it down, you know, what we saw. So here's what happened. So it starts off with this classic indie chase right and they're somewhere i i think it's tangiers um don't remember what where they were shooting on location but they're traveling or they're racing in these tuk-tuks right yeah they're in a rickshaws yeah these auto rickshaws which yeah. is and they are essentially riding go-karts around the town i expected indy to pull out his mustache and his cat marked ab and go it's a me a mario and then, and then you're dee -dee 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 -dee. like <laughs> these people riding go karts. Yeah, right. So it's got two wheels in the back, one in the front. Uh, yeah, these. So essentially, so go kart. Yeah, so it's like a, yeah, it's it's a rickshaw. It's a it's a a, a, a motor rickshaw, right? Um, so this this is funny because you know again, I, like I said before, I'm a James Bond fan. So there was a scene in one of the Bond movies back in the day where they were racing. Um, in a in one of these tuk-tuks so it reminds when i saw this clip and i said well that reminds me back in the day with james bond you know and ironically run, running james bond running, actors in this running movie. away from the villains so so here we have events, everybody so yeah so we have helena and uh her teddy teddy right so you know her sidekick i guess i i don't know her I don't know what he was they're, doing there. He was just kind of hanging in the back seat, like you know. Helena also owes money to a bunch of other people, yeah. like like crippling debt, and and she's like, "That's enough, Teddy." Yeah. So it sounds like she owes. Uh, he didn't need to know all of my debt. She probably owes a lot of money to people, and I think that's like the reason um, why she got student Indian loan debt. Well, whatever. I think gambling. Probably, yeah, I think maybe she's just, uh, you know, like, um, you know, gambling. high stakes roller, maybe. And she lost a lot of money and she lost a lot of other people's money. And now they're after her. So she's, you know, so is she and Teddy and one um, took took <laughs> Indy and the other. And they're being chased by some guy who actually knows Helena because he was stuck his head out the window yelling her name and there's another guy in the front seat with a gun shooting at them and but they're chasing their helena and indy are actually chasing voller in you know in another car i don't know if you saw you, you saw that right yeah yeah right so, so they're chasing yeah, somebody so they're, else right so they're chasing after somebody and somebody is chasing after them yeah yeah so that was interesting but it looked like fun 
So it reminds me. I'm very uh, excited for this movie. Yes, yeah. So it, it's kind of like, um, well, if you listen to the music, the music is very light and fun. You know, so yeah, I, it doesn't sound sad. Like I get that this is like a sentimental send off for indie, but I really don't want them to do like they did for No Way Home, which is like bring in the rogues gallery of all the characters. Because I feel like that would be like with No Way Home, they pulled it off pretty well. But if they did that with Indiana Jones, it just kind of feel muddled. I feel like, like, if they were to pull out all of Indy's past buddies and friends, like, everyone from all the other movies, I, I, it just wouldn't work. Like, one cameo yes. would be just enough to satisfy us, I think. Yeah, you can't give us too much fan service. You know, yeah, because yeah. if you overload the fans with fan service, yeah. the fans won't be back because they'll be forced. so overloaded. Exactly. Like, they'll, like yeah. they'll be hopped up on sugar. Like, and 10 bags of Skittles in this morning. Like you did right now, right? What? Like you do right now. Uh, but, uh, okay. you're, Q&A. They, they didn't need to know that. Q&A. They didn't need to know how many bags of Skittles I had. Alex, they probably were on location in Tangier. Yeah, I think that's Tangier. Born in Ultimatum was partially filmed there, and I think I wouldn't be surprised if the Dial of Destiny was filmed there also. I think you're right, Tangier. That sounds correct. Eric says the trying travel probably won't stop the interdimensional beings going to Akator. I think that'll happen regardless. Do you know what Akator is? The things with the... That's not the name of the Crystal Skull, but that's where the Crystal Skulls were. Ah, okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. All right. So good. All right. So that's that's pretty much the clip. So, oh, I, what I was saying is... We managed uh, to make a half hour and three minutes. Well, no, what, I, what I, I want to finish up by saying, so this scene reminds me of, you know, the basket game in Raiders, right? So there's always that one scene in each film where there's this chase. I don't think, well, maybe not the Temple of Doom, but so you had in Raiders, you had that basket, uh, basket game. Pretty you know, sure there was a, a, a chase. All right, and then you had the motorcycle chase in the Last Crusade, and you also had a motorcycle chase in the Dark Crystal the, Skull. The Crystal Skull. We got one here actually, and I think there's also a motorcycle also. Uh, following Helena, I think that's Clabber, you know, who is Vola's right hand man. So Clabber, as in the place we get our the company that makes our baking powder. Okay, Clabber, K L A B E R, Clabber, Clabber, maybe. Okay, so he is the right hand man. I don't he's know. The I'm call him Big K. Okay, so he's the henchman. So I think he might be the one on the motorcycle. So you got the tuk tuks, you got the car, you know, you got a couple of cars, you got a motorcycle. Everybody's chasing everybody. All right, so okay. I was, I was trying to get somewhere with this, but I'm uh, sorry. All right, Q&A. So, Eric, I don't have a lot of expectations other than the cool flick where Indy fights the Nazis and find a mythic artifact. Yeah, that's So, much. which movie are you describing? Because that was everyone except Crystal Skull well, because they had Russians. Well, yeah, well, I think that's his point. That's pretty much what it is about. It's about, you know, Indy going after this artifact, chasing after the bad guys. The bad guys want the same thing yeah, he also wants. Also about the Indy franchise in one sentence. Man with hats steals shiny things and teaches children. Okay. All right. Very good. I get it. I get it. Yeah. yeah he's as a professor. As a side gig. Yes, as a side gig. I get it. <laughs> All right. So we were talking about the music. Speaking of music, John Williams is obviously back. All right. What? Johnny boy. <laughs> For another 
for another uh, you know indie film. Uh, so and he has a new hopefully many more. Yeah, oh yeah, hopefully many more. So he all he already there is a new theme out. There's Helena's theme that's already out. You know, on YouTube, if you're interested in listening to it, it's actually pretty cool. It better sound like Indiana Jones's theme a little bit. Well, no, it's just a, like a bam, 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 so you haven't bam. heard it. No, no, I no. haven't. Okay, no, it's more. I just, of a, I just need that that little bit of Indiana Jones in there. No, you're not going to hear it. You no, know, it's it's a romantic theme. You know, so it's, is there a little bit of Indiana Jones? Okay, well, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of related. I I'm mean, sure you're going to hear a lot of the theme in the movie, so not to worry. And then this past weekend, there was a New York Times article uh, about John Williams. Yes, John Williams and his favorite uh, compositions. Um, so, just wanted to just. Um, point out something that he mentioned about the dial of destiny and i thought it was very very cool so it's a new york times article you should be able to find that as well uh so it's, it says the indiana jones movies feature a number of williams most recognizable character themes they also feature swaths of swashbuckling music precisely calibrated to the action on screen i don't see john as simply a genius of themes and tunes which he is of course says director james mangle rather it's john's moment-to-moment scene work that astounds me Film scoring is really a kind of a duet between the director and the composer. It's John's sensitivity to the partnership that most defines his work for me. On the appeal of scoring the fifth Indiana Jones movie, Williams says, I just thought if Harrison Ford could do it, I could do it. The movie features a new theme, what we just talked about, for the character Helena. I had a wonderful time writing a theme for her, John Williams said. When John first played the theme for me with the orchestra, I was wowed, of course, said Mangold completely knocked over by the music, but I was also a bit nervous that it was just too much, too lush, too romantic. John just smiled gently and let me babble because I think he knew it was going to work beautifully. But there you go. That's pretty cool. Babble? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just babble. Well-written article. So, you know, you know, we're 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 excited for it too. You know, we you know, we can talk about it, you know, so much more, but you know, let's kind of wrap up all right so let's see what we got for q a so alex what are you both most excited for besides a short round an cameo? epic indie adventure and That's a short it? round cameo well besides a short round cameo you know what i want for christmas a short round cameo are you going to answer the question i said i want an epic well, indie well alex said besides the short round cameo anything else you want to hear the music right you want to hear yes the, i want to hear that Theme the again. greatest theme, like okay. Five times throughout the course of the movie. Yeah, I'm sure. We'll... I want them to play it more than they played the Batman theme in the Batman. Well, from what I can see, Alex, based on the, the trailer, they're really going back to the roots, right, of Raiders. You know, about shooting on location, um, using practical effects. I'm sure there's visual effects in there, obviously. You know, with the motion capture, but. It's not going to be. I'm not. I'm not here to put down the, the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, but it won't look digital. You know, it won't look digitized. Yeah, you know, it's going to look Indiana more. Jones the, yeah. and the entire franchise. Yeah. Is that it? It's supposed to look sort of homemade in a way. Like it's supposed to look realistic enough that you mm -hmm. get the picture. Yeah. You're not so realistic that it looks like it's happening in your backyard or something like that. To me, indie is old school. It's about stunt work. It's about 
explosions. Yeah, it's, it's about not, action it's, sequences. It's not about, about car chases. Everything. Yeah, it's about that's stunts being see. done with the stunt double in yes. live action and matte paintings for the background. Yes, and great John Williams music. So that's what I'm looking forward to. All right, what do we have? All right. So now, so let's uh, you know, go back and just let you know again that you know there's a lot of things out there. You know, if you're looking for us, we got a lot of content out there. Clayton Sandell uh, timelines is is out there for you to see. We have reviewed all four, well, the first four Indiana Jones films. So take a look at that. Check that out. Um, our race to 1,000 subscribers is still ongoing. We're close. We're getting there. So please tell all your friends and family, everybody you know strangers all right it's, it's gonna have to come down to strangers you know just tell people you, you, yeah, don't, but like you, you don't know who they are strangers that don't look crazy you don't, you don't need to know who they are just say hey have you ever heard of father and son no good here you go and just you know just tell them who we are that's all you need to do just say <laughs> sign up uh yeah so yeah but like don't please don't go running up and down your street yeah, yeah. like paul revere yelling yeah. the british are here yeah. but instead of yelling the british are here you're yelling subscribe and follow us in galaxy like please don't do that please like, do that head to the no please do that that's that, that works i think that that's a good idea that's a great idea actually you know? actually yeah okay starwars.com we're featured on I, I need to grab a bell and a horse yes and put a feather in my cap yeah let's do it let's get you a horse oh and the other thing too you know we didn't talk about the the scene where you know Indy. Speaking of horse, Indy's riding the horse. I I, I, I think I'm so excited to see that through a subway. I'm still it's still better than subways. I'm fascinated as to how oh! I missed that. Joke. I said him riding that horse through the subway was better than subways customer service. I don't know what that means. Anyway, so i just wanted to see how they got that horse down the the the, the subway steps so that that's just, i really hope him, that right? one part of that was digitized whether it be india the horse or the train yeah i feel like it's most likely that it was the train that yeah. was digitized yeah I, you just don't expect to see indy on a horse in, in the subway train. in new york city so <laughs> just just don't go together so i'm looking forward to that scene especially um yeah and then i yeah and then we're going to talk about yeah starwars.com we're featured there once again we wanted to remind you again about this new podcast uh called the redemption of jar jar binks check that out yeah wherever you get your podcast. right wherever you get your podcast it launched today yeah absolutely and then we also have potathon that's coming up in september so you'll hear more about potathon in the coming months but look out for that that is going to drop on september 9th 2023 we will be a part of that uh so wonderful all right yep okay all right so we have final q a look at charlie is here charlie i will definitely watch this later picking uh packing for the fan expo denver oh congratulations wonderful yes i'm hyped for indiana jones hello there have a great Stop time charlie thank you for stopping in so we want father son galaxy to be like chairs where everybody knows your name that's it alex cool that's exactly what we want uh father son galaxy podcast youtube oh, okay yeah thank you tanya keith thank you so much alex alex you uh have been a close friend of ours you know watching our episodes and commenting so we really appreciate it you know we can't tell you how much that means to us so um so we just hope you continue to come back right and you know you know we'll talk some more you know so we'll talk again um when we've seen the dial of destiny right this is this is cool so yeah, we'll catch it this weekend, and, and then after this. yeah, and then uh, next Wednesday we'll do our spoiler review of the Dial of Destiny. Right, 
Uh, Sunday is going to be episode two of Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion. Right. So we have Secret Invasion coming up. Like Keith said, we're going to watch the episode tonight. Mm. We'll have that ready for you this Sunday. All right. So our episodes are Sunday and Wednesday. So we'll be back on Sunday. Keith, where can people find us? All right. Let's get to Secret Invasion as quickly as possible. Sure. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Website, com, Socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Galaxy. FathersandGalaxy.myfriendshop.com is our merch store. Our Patreon page is patreon.com slash FathersandGalaxy. Email us at kyard at FathersandGalaxy if you, you know, want to give us any ideas, if you just want to give us some fan mail. We actually do fan service well. <laughs> yeah, how about that? All right. Uh, Alex. Oh, Alex, I can't wait. You for Dark and good. Thank you. All right. Well, that, that... well if Rhodey's in it, it's got to be good. Yeah, well, I, I'll... You I'll noticed like, he was on the cover. I did not, know. I don't know anything about episode two, so I can't wait to see it. So we'll talk about it on Sunday. I bet you it's going to be lit. It's going to be lit. All right, are we done? It's going to be lit. Are we done? Yes. Yeah, we're done. All right, okay, so bam, thank bam, you, everyone. Bam, 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 All right, Indiana Jones, here bam, we come this bam, weekend. All right, bam, bam. so until Sunday, everybody, thank you again for joining us. This is wonderful. Always a pleasure having you on and, you know, listen to us anytime you like, all right? And you can reach out to us as well. So until next time, take care, and we will see you again.